Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Down the block, Andrew Jump. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. The St. George Illawarra Dragons, uh, they did not kick off their season in a good fashion in the Charity Shield the other day. Extremely disappointing. And uh, for me, I've obviously tipped the Tigers to get the spoon for a long time. But off the back of that performance, the injury of Cam McInnes, uh, a lot of dysfunction going on there. I must say it's hard not to tip the Dragons for the spoon at this very moment. I thought their defense the other day was, um, for a better word, you know, disgraceful, to be honest with you. I couldn't believe how poor they were in that game. I understand South Sydney... Uh, were on fire, but mate, it was just like the Rabbitohs had an extra two men on the field every single time. I, you know, I just, I'm really worried about the Dragons. It sincerely worries me, and personally, I'm not sure about their squad. Uh, my team right now, I know this isn't going to be the Dragons team uh, that they're going to select, but this is the team that I would go with. Uh, there's a couple of left field selections, but I just, I feel like what they're going with right now isn't working. I think they need to think outside the box a little bit uh, at fullback. I've gone with Matt Dufty. Uh, as I've said before, unless your name is Ryan Pappenhausen and you're playing for the Melbourne Storm, I would never pick a fullback under 85 kilos in the modern game. I think that uh, kick returns, he gets pushed back far too much. I think it just starts your stats off a little bit slow. Uh, but, you know, the ball skills that he has shown over the last year or two have been sensational. I just think with Dufty, people remember the highlights really quickly the downfalls in his game, I think people ignore quite often, but I think he's the best option to play fullback there. So I go Matt Dufty. On the wings, I'd go Ramsey, uh, the young fellow that made his debut last year, scored a couple of meaties in his first game. Uh, his hands have been a little bit disappointing in the trials, but he's one of these kids with X Factor, and I, I just think they've got to use him. They've got to work him into this first grade system. Uh, the other man is Jordan Piera. I think he's one of the more underrated players in the comp. Uh, he, he does so much work out of his own end, it's not even funny. A really good finisher, a really good bloke. I really, really have high hopes of this guy. I think he's a class footballer. I think it's unlucky that he's. I don't know, he's, he's sort of just overlooked in this system. I've seen him dropped a number of times. I've never really understood why. I'm a big fan of Jordan Piera. Obviously, uh, Ravalawa, he misses my side here. I couldn't find a spot for him. Defensively, there's just too many issues for me. I've seen the highlights. I understand that. But 
he's a spot defender, and if I was playing the Dragons and Ravalar was on the wing, I know which way I'd be heading. Uh, so I've left him out of the side. In the centres, Zach Lomax picks himself here, uh, slowly developing into one of the premier centres in the game. I had a message sent to me the other day saying, geez, how much does he look like Matt Gidley at the moment? That's exactly what he looks like. Uh, these flick passes he's able to produce, you know, he's not... He's not holding it in one hand. He's not putting it behind guys' backs and flicking it. He is just drawing in his man. And, and, and this is where the flick pass that Mackie was so good at. His timing was perfect. And Lomax is fantastic at it. He takes the ball in one arm. Just before he hits contact, he releases the ball. And it, it, it forces your winger to make a decision. I really like the, the look of Lomax at the moment. Uh, it's been a tough few years for him. Obviously, he's had a couple of injuries over the years. Uh, he was promised the fullback jersey last year. It didn't turn out. And the thing that I love about Lomax is that he didn't kick stones. He was in a tough situation and the team not doing well not playing where he was told he was going to play that he was excited about and he still went out and played his very best footy got a lot of time for Zach Lomax the other the other center now this one's controversial obviously Jack Bird I'm assuming will play there round one sounds like he wants to be there for me that's not Jack Bird's best position I've been very vocal about this the guy that I would pick at center is a bit of a wild card um, I think most people consider him a back rower I just think defensively he'd be fantastic out there he's got a little bit of X factor I would pick Fui Mayano out there uh, this is a guy with a lot of abilities bounced around a lot of clubs I still think he's got so much to offer and if I was the Dragons I want this guy on the field as much as I can I really like this kid I think he's got a lot to offer and I think in the centers uh, you just get him early ball and you just let him do his thing big strong body uh, I think you give a lot of teams a lot of worries and I think defensively he's a fantastic footballer and that's what I really like about him in the centers uh, the halves Corey Norman at six uh, interesting to see how this season unfolds for Normie uh, obviously been a bit of a controversial offseason uh, so, you know, and it's it's always controversial with Norman. He's always getting criticised. So all eyes are going to be on him. Realistically, if the Dragons don't do well, regardless of how Norman's playing, you know him and his halfback, Ben Hunt, are going to get the finger pointed at them. Ben Hunt, obviously the halfback in this side. Uh, he's become the captain this year. I think last year... The writing was on the wall. His best position is hooker by far and away. Uh, obviously, Anthony Griffin's come in and has decided he wants him to be the seven. Huge on it. But to be honest with you, I don't think Anthony Griffin has much other choice. He's got Andrew McCulloch there. He, he, he's a, a classy nine. So I think you have to go with Ben Hunt at seven. A lot of pressure on Ben this year. I really hope it does go well for him. I am very nervous, though. Up front, I've gone for Paul Vaughan. Obviously, he was playing for the Kangaroos a couple of years, though. New South Wales Blues representative. We've got a lot of time for Vaughan. He needs to get back to his very best, though. Uh, he's a guy that I think he's underachieved the last two years, and it's it, it has cost the Dragons. They need to see him get back to his barnstorming best this season. Uh, Andrew McCulloch at nine, as I mentioned. Blake Laurie, I've got him starting... Um, you obviously heard me talking on the rub down. Natty's huge on this fella, and I understand why his work rate is sensational. Not one of these explosive front rowers, but he just never lets you down, Blake Laurie. He's, I would have him starting with Paul Vaughan. In the back row, Tariq Sims. He's been there for a couple of years now. Uh, injury has always been a worry. There's always been suspensions. There's always something floating around with Tariq Sims. This team... With Tyson Brazil leaving the building, a couple of young guys coming into this side, they cannot afford to not have Tariq Sims on the field for 20 games this year, as far as I'm concerned. If he goes missing, if he's out injured, if he's suspended, I think this Dragon side is in even more trouble. This guy is really, really important to this team. He's a leader in this side now. They need him to stand up this year. His back row partner, I was talking about him all offseason. I don't think the Dragons realise what they have in Jackson Ford. Jaron uh, Gong Jr., I would have him starting on an edge. We saw Josh Kerr starting the trial, and I'm sorry, that was a flopperella. Uh, you need to get this kid into the team. Stop wasting time. He will leave St. George. You need to put him in this starting side, or he will go elsewhere because there are 
too many clubs with good people in the right positions that will be able to identify his talent and will take him. I hope he stays there. As I said, a Gerringong Jr., a St. George Jr. boy, I hope he stays there and I hope they use him properly this year. At lock, you all know who I've got here, Jack Bird. Uh, obviously, he said the other day he wants to play centre and for me, that's a really worrying sign about where he is with his body. Um, it's one of those things when you're worried about getting injured, you're definitely going to get injured. So it's, it's really concerning for me. Jack Bird, He's a natural footballer. He is a natural footballer. He shouldn't be at centre. He should be playing in the 13 jersey. I think at the back end of the season, you will see him there. I hope it's not all smoke and mirrors by St. George. I think it would have been a brilliant decision by them. Which brings me to my bench. Uh, now, jersey 14, bit of X Factor, Jaden Sullivan. He's been sensational every time I've seen him over the last few years. Uh, you got Sailor as well that I would consider for this jersey, but I think Bud Sullivan has definitely jumped him at the moment. I think he just brings X-Factor. I think he put some really good pressure on these halves. And I think now the 14 jersey is more important than ever. I've spoken about this a lot, that being a bench player isn't a downgrade anymore. Your bench is more important right now than it ever has been in rugby league with these faster rules when you can come on and have impact. This kid, he's going to be right up there with him. He's going to be sensational. I would have him in the 14. Uh, Jersey 15, I would have Josh Kerr. We mentioned that he played in the back row in the charity shield. For me, it didn't work. I think he's a middle forward. Uh, I think he's going to do really well there. Obviously, Wayne Bennett gave him the award for Queensland last year, which is really impressive considering he didn't play a game. Uh, Coming back from that origin experience, I think it's going to be good for Josh Kerr. I think he's a future leader of this club. I really do like him, and he's a guy I'd bring off the bench in the middle. Trent Merrin, another experienced man in this squad. It's been a weird career for Trent Merrin. Burst onto the scene 2009, 2010, around that mark. I believe he won the comp with them in 2010. Moved to Penrith, went over to uh, England for a couple of years, years playing for Leeds. He's now returned, and I just hope we see the best out of out of him again. I mean, I, I think he's only going to play 30 to 40 minutes a game, probably not even 40. I think he'll play less. But if we can just get the old Trent Merrin back, it's going to be massive for the Dragons. I'm still a fan of Merrin. I think he's got a lot to offer still. The last man on my bench is Cade Ellis. Um, this is a guy I haven't seen a heap of. What I have seen of him, I think he has got a bit to offer. Another guy that I don't see playing massive minutes, uh, but he's a guy that I believe can do a job for St. George. Look, this side, I'm very nervous about them. I don't think they're going to achieve too much this year. Happy to be proven wrong, though. I think they've got a couple of guys that if they're on on their day, if Lomax is on, if Dufty's on, if Ben Hunt's on, this team could be anything. I think the back row, Tariq Sims and Jackson Ford, there's a lot to be offered there. Jack Bird is the real X factor. They need to get the very best out of Jack Bird and Paul Vaughan for me, and then they can win a couple of games. But... From what I saw the other night, I would be very, very nervous about this team. Uh, I think the week-to-week struggle, which is what first-grade footy is all about, I think this is where the Dragons sort of drop the ball a little bit. An interesting team to watch this year, but I must say I am nervous. If you want to go on the NRL roast this afternoon, I'm answering a Q&A about the St. George of the Warrior Dragons. I'll probably get a little bit of backlash there. I understand how passionate the Red V fans are, which is good. You should be giving me backlash. I'm being a little bit negative on your team, so I'm more than willing to cop that from all the Red V fans. Hopefully I'm wrong and they do really well for you this season. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. 
the music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.